Hey, 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 everyone. Fraser Brooks here coming to you from Dubai. And today I am joined with a super, super duper special guest, Holly Hickford over in the UK. How are you doing, Holly? Hey, I'm really good. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Amazing. Well, I'm so, so grateful that you've been able to carve out some time in your busy schedule. So Holly, I would say, is a unicorn inside the network marketing profession. Her story, which we'll, we'll cover in a minute, is 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 incredible. Uh, and I just want to kind of make sure that you know that her story is maybe not normal uh, in terms of the, the work effort that she put in uh, and the success that she's had over the last, well, since, well, she'll tell you. She'll tell you with a bit, a bit more about her background. But guys, I want you to make sure you get a piece of paper and a pen. We're going to be talking about some of the fav- my, my favorite things to talk about, all things attraction marketing and how you can use attraction marketing to build your business in today's day and age. Um, so Holly, maybe you could just share with the guys a little bit more about your kind of background, like kind of what was happening in your life before you joined Network Marketing and then kind of what made you say yes or made, made you want to get involved in Network Marketing. Yeah, of course. Um, so I've actually been in network marketing now for um, oh, just over three years, um, but only with the company that I'm with for around 15 months. Mm-hmm. Um, so to give you a little bit of a background of my story, um, I'm a mum of three. Um, my youngest actually turned two yesterday. Uh, my eldest uh-huh. is 11. So my life is very, very full on, um, absolutely nonstop with my children. Um, and having my eldest child quite young, I was 21 at the time that I had him, I never really sort of had that, let's say, career. Um, although I went to a really good school, I got, got good grades, I didn't go to university or anything like that. I kind of just found myself in a corporate job and then obviously only working a part-time job that wasn't necessarily what I wanted to do, but just had to kind of do something to survive, I guess, and be a young mum and, and get by. Um, so yeah, so then I joined Network Marketing back in 2017. If I'm honest, it was just a financial thing. It was a I can physically only work part-time at the moment. Um, that's not giving me enough of a life for myself and my two children at that time. I needed something more. It literally was the financial side of it that I wanted. And if I was being told that I could do this literally by sitting on my sofa, then I was prepared to give that a go. So that's pretty much where my journey started. So so when you got started three years ago, did, were you thinking like, oh, you know what, I'm going to give it a go? Uh, see what happens was it more like no I'm going to make this happen because I need to what what was the drive what sort of like levels of drive did you did you have when you got started yeah so for me it's always Mm -hmm. been sort of just being able to provide that little bit more um and I know a lot of mums that were listening to this will really relate when you're a working sort of part-time working mum and you have a partner or a husband like I do it's really tough that you kind of feel like you're relying on them quite a lot um so feeling like they have to buy most of the things that you wouldn't necessarily buy on a month-to-month basis, paying the majority of your bills, and your kind of income just goes into that pot, let's say, without you sort of really feeling like you was helping. So I just wanted that little bit extra more to sort of say, here, I can contribute with that, or rather than me just giving you X amount, X, like a few hundred pounds every month, I want to be able to give you a little bit more and take that stress away, I guess, a little bit. I remember my mum used to always tell me that just having that extra bit of money to be able to go to the salon to get her nails done without feeling guilty about it was was one of the big things for her. Just being like, instead of like, oh, I'm going to go to the salon and my dad being like, oh, really? Like, uh, can, can I paint your nails for you? 
And she's like, <laughs> it's not about you painting the nails. It's about me getting away from you. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, but kind of. One of, the, one of the things for me as well was like sort of Christmas and birthday. So like my husband's birthday, it'd be like, okay, um, can I borrow 50 pounds to uh, <laughs> go and buy you a Christmas present or a birthday present? And it's ridiculous. <laughs> and I guess it kind of, it's a little bit degrading, I guess, as a mum, which we shouldn't feel that by any means because being a mum is like the most challenging job ever. But yeah. not being able to have that and give that, that, that I really struggled with that. That's one of, I guess, one of the main reasons that made me seek something more that I couldn't necessarily do in a corporate job. So. Well, I love that. I think a lot of people can, I think a lot of people can relate. And if you can relate and you're able to do me a favor and let us know in the comments that you, you, you relate to that. And I think it's a lot of, a lot of the reason why a lot of people want to do Netter Martin. So I'm glad that you're in that pool of people. So obviously 15 months ago, you, you come across a new opportunity. You looked at it, you saw it, you were like, Oh my days, this is a bit of me. What happened since you joined? Because obviously you joined from scratch. You joined like everyone else did. You you pay you pay your fees. You buy your products, whatever it might be, and then you get to work. What what kind of happened in that fifteen month period since since joining? Um, oh, I don't even know where to start. It's so sort of cliche, but I <laughs> genuinely, it really is, and it's it's so horrible to talk about yourself sometimes. But I just feel like the most normal person ever. And when someone sort of says, "Can you share your journey?" I'm like, "Oh no, <laughs> I have to pick myself up again." <laughs> um, but I, so I joined the um, company that I'm with now. I joined them in October 2019. So at this time, my youngest was. Um, he was a few months shy of uh, being one. And similarly, it was that I was coming up to Christmas. I didn't have a job at this time because I was coming up to the end of my maternity leave. And it's like, again, that feeling of, I can't, I can't give back to, like, it's a little bit cheesy, but to a man who has kind of like provided and supported me for so long. And that feeling is just, it's awful. So um, at this time, I'd kind of taken, say, six months out of network marketing. And I actually didn't think network marketing was for me anymore. Um, being a mum, I found it quite hard. I thought, no, I'm not really enjoying network marketing. But actually, it was the company that I've now learned. It, it just didn't sit right with me. Um, mm. And I joined genuinely to try and get two to three hundred pounds a month between October and December to say to my husband, his name's Paul, here, let me buy this or let me help you with that. And from that moment onwards, my, our life has just completely, completely changed. Um, mm -hmm. So genuinely went in just for that small amount of money. I was even told by my mum, after Christmas, this is going to completely die down. It's not going to be anything more than a few hundred pounds for Christmas. Don't feel deflated and it's not going to go anywhere. January is always really quiet in any kind of retail business, especially an online one. Um, and then I sort of started growing a team. That team is now just shy of 10,000 people. Um, and yeah, it's just completely, completely, completely taken over our lives and completely turned it upside down, obviously for the better. But yeah, it's unbelievable, really. It, and it's amazing. It's amazing what happens when you just decide to do something, isn't it? So you're you're very active on social media. What's your favorite platform to build business on? Uh, so it's Instagram, um, and it's off of my stories. But I'll always link my stories to my Facebook uh, profile as well. So I'm kind of sort of killing two birds with one stone, shall we say? Um, I'm actually quite quiet in terms of sort of posting on my grid, like on my Instagram grid, or being on my Facebook profile. I just use my personal Instagram stories and just document my life. 
the ins and outs all day, every day, what we're doing, where we're going, what we're eating, maybe not now at the moment during COVID. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just being me. And that's that's pretty much, I genuinely believe that's how I've built my business. Um, and I can remember sort of right at the beginning of using stories, I'd get a lot of comments um, from people sort of, why are you talking about what you're cleaning? Or why are you talking about what you're cooking? And, and people didn't understand it, but... And I think at the time I didn't even really realize that what I was doing is I was just sort of building myself and building my identity. And I guess that's where a lot of my followers have come from because they're starting to understand that I am just a normal person and actually they can relate to normal stuff that I do. Well, it's, it's one of the keys. It's, and it's, a, it's a, one of the things that people don't realize. They feel like they have to produce content that makes them look great. When in reality, they have to produce content that makes them look real. Um, le- leadership used to be about being right. But people don't want to join the person who's always right. They want to join the person who's always real. For example, like uh, for those of you listening and watching, maybe you've got that family member who comes to the Christmas party, who comes to family get-togethers, and they are Mr. Know-it-all. They're always right. And you just can't be bothered having a conversation with them because you're like, they're just going to say I'm wrong. They're just going to prove, like, prove themselves right. I just can't be bothered. But then the people who go to the party, who your family members who are just super real, down-to-earth, you could, you could talk about anything and you're just going to have a laugh. Those are the people people want to hang around with. So yeah, yeah. I think a lot of people, people uh, a lot of the time, people are kind of paralyzed with posting the perfect thing. Instead, just doing what you did. You just kind of, you know, posting a photo of your dinner and, oh, then it splatters on the floor because the kid threw it on the table or threw it onto the floor or whatever it might be. So how did you then start to get sales of the product using Instagram stories? Um, so the sales sort of side of it, I think it was just sort of, again, having built that following, which at the time of me joining this company wasn't that large. Let me just let me just say that. Um, mm-hmm. And just sort of, I guess, building those friendships, that trust, that relationship, and then people seeing that I was using those products. And then when it comes into, well, this is what I could show you and you could save money on these products also. I'm just a normal person. I can afford these products. You can do that as well. I guess... Again, it's a little bit cliche to say, but you almost want to be like the people that you watch. So if I'm talking about a product that I'm using, hey, I want to use that. I'm, I know in the past I've sort of just put up stories of me wearing like a particular tracksuit and people are like, wow, where's that tracksuit from? And it's just a, a generic day-to-day sports brand tracksuit, but everybody suddenly wants that tracksuit and wants the link on what side and how does it fit? People just kind of, I guess if they feel like you're relatable and that you're a likable person, they almost want to absorb you into their world as well. So actually mm-hmm. talking about the products and showing people what they could purchase off of me was quite easy. So like, for example, so let's say, can, this is, I love this because I believe now that people are looking at Instagram stories more than they're looking at Google on what to buy. They're literally going on Instagram and they go into the explore feature and they're typing in Chanel handbag and they're seeing the Chanel, the different kind of Chanel handbags. And it's like, oh, I want that. I want that. I want that. Then they see their favorite celebrity with one. It's completely different. They're like, oh, no, that's the one. That That's the one I want. So when you're posting different stuff, it doesn't have to be related to the products. I mean, you could as I say you could wear your Nike track suits and your yeah. Adidas one strap. I mean, I call them one straps. People, other people call them sliders, but I just I don't know. It's a scouse in me. Like <laughs> the one straps, you put the one straps on, and people are like, oh, where are they from? You're yeah. creating conversation around you being real. Absolutely. But I think, yeah, I, I think also on the other side of it is people who are listening and watching. They should be making a list of everything that they want. 
like make a list of your, your if you were to give an unlimited spend, what, what would you go buy and where would you go do that shopping in? It's quite a fun exercise, right? And then start to go and find people who are posting about those products and reach out to them. Just like what Holly said, people go into here. Why can't you go and say that to someone else? Like, hey, I love that Gucci tracksuit you wear. I mean, flipping it, right? I love that Gucci tracksuit that you're wearing. I can't believe I wear the Gucci tracksuit. I love that Gucci tracksuit. <laughs> The cost. I love that the cost tracks it. No, that's even higher. So anyway, I love that Adidas tracksuit that you're wearing. Um, like, where did you get it from? I, yeah. that, that's it. That's it. Where did you get it from? And start a conversation. So when it comes to when it comes to the sales, then you're just literally behind the scenes, behind the scenes, feeding the kids, going for dinner with the kids, going out with the kids, hanging around at home with the kids because of COVID, blah, blah, blah. And then you're just throwing in like, Hey, this is the product. Like, and guys, for those of you watching, listening, um, Holly, the main product you're promoting is like a, a perfume product, right? Correct. Yeah. Perfect. So you're then sharing more about like, hey, I use this. Per- I use this perfume. I absolutely love it. And people, because it's not, it's not your Hugo Boss, or it's not your Chanel Number no. Five, or it's not your Creed. That's it. Creed anymore, <laughs> right? I know I'm not so great with this sort of thing. But it's, it's the Creed. It's the Abercrombie and Fitch. Whatever. Um, people are now reaching out and being like, oh, what's that? Like, I've yeah. never seen that before. Right. Absolutely, yeah. And I think even sort of without sort of going out of your way to say, this is what I'm using today, because people now are so used to watching my stories, even sort of just showing them around in the background, or what's that product? Like they kind of know it might be something that I might sell or promote. And people, I guess, want to reach out, not only to ask about the product, but to kind of engage in conversation with me. And that's an easy subject because it's something mm-hmm. that's visible stories. So, so like, because you, what you just mentioned there in terms of like, in the beginning, I can imagine it being like, whoa, 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 new, 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 new. Like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. What's it like now? Like, what sort of impact or effect do you have now by still continuing to do those sort of posts? Or have you kind of like adapted and pivoted and changed to keep it fresh and new? Or, or are you just going out yeah. there and building a new audience? Like, what are you doing to... to so, I think, yeah, I think you're right in what you're saying. Right at the beginning, obviously, when you join a new company and you're trying to get your products that you're promoting out there it is very much a hey this is what I've got this is what I can save you whereas obviously of course I'm still now showing that I'm using those products because naturally I do use them because I genuinely love them but I think they just kind of just fit into my day-to-day stories because that's how I build my business so like you said it could literally be I'm downstairs pulling my hair out because the kids are driving me crazy that they won't eat their breakfast to then me going upstairs getting ready for the day oh and this is what I'm using today or not even necessarily being that obvious it's just documenting my life I share absolutely everything which to a, a, like an outside network marketer person might think, why on earth does she talk about this much random stuff on her stories? But that's what works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hundred, no, hundred percent. I complete, I completely agree. I still remember today, uh, my biggest, I say my biggest, my favorite story that got the most views. I was walking through the park. This is like three years ago, probably when stories just kind of came about. I was walking down the park and I was like, you know what? Because I'm big on like just post on value. And back then, the whole behind the scenes stuff was like, why? It used to be, why are you posting photos of your dinner? Yeah. Like, what? What you did? What? Why are you posting photos of your, you, you know, Yorkshire puddings and your roast dinner? It makes no sense. Like, what are you doing? So I was like, you know what? Screw it. I believe that things are changing. So I took the dog for a walk, and I was doing a story saying, so I'm just there out here walking Alfie, and I showed him because he was behind me. Alfie the dog is squatted, 
and he produced the Mr. Whippy, right? So I'm like, I'm like, oh, geez, man. So I'm like, oh, and he kind of looks at me like, why? You know, if you imagine a dog can speak, like, why, why are you looking at me? Like, I'm doing a number two. Like, go what's away. The yeah, what's the problem? You're like, come on, this is, where I, this is where I do it. I don't have a toilet like you do. So I'm like, oh, awkward. I finished the uh, the story. I'm about to delete it. So I thought, yeah. oh. and I thought, you know what? Screw it. I'm just gonna, yeah. I'm just gonna post it. Yeah. And today it was the one that's got the most reaction, most number of views. It just blew up people. I think it's, a lot of people was like, you walk your dog too. And it's yeah. like, yeah, of yes, course I, I walk do. my dog. Yeah, like, <laughs> of course I do. Like, but you you don't like pick up the poo yourself, do you? You've got someone else. I'm like, no, like that's <laughs> what you do when you have a dog. <laughs> you pick up yeah. and you in. So I think it's just behind the scenes and being real and relatable. So yeah. when it comes to you, because you now have a team of 10,000 people, which yeah. by the way, is ridiculously crazy, especially in 15 months. So massive, massive, massive congrats to you. you. That is so awesome. So, so awesome. Um, how have you used social media to be able to build like that team, that business? Yeah. Again, I think it's, it's, just showing that you're a real person um, and not sort of, I heard you say the word perfect earlier, like sort of being this perfect person on social media. And that's, don't get me wrong. I like nice things. I like designer handbags. I'm thankful that I now have a very nice car, but that's that's not real. That's not what I came into this business for. Um, and I think just, again, just showing that you are a real person, that you like you say, you do feed your kids. You do go out every day. You do have to go and do the food shopping. Some days you don't look amazing. Sometimes you have bad days. And just sharing like the highs, lows, ups, downs, the fun parts, the boring parts of your life is what people will think, hang on, if she's a normal mum of three from Kent and she can do this, why can't I do that? And I always stress to my team, it's really important to make sure that you're sharing things about your business journey from day one. Like, um, it's a, a really strange comparison and I use this quite a lot, but you know, like weight loss programs, um, mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but like America's Biggest Loser, let's say, yeah. you don't go onto those programs and just watch the last episodes and see that Jim from, I don't know, New York has lost 26 pounds in six months. You want to know- on, Jim. Uh, yeah, go on. <laughs> you want to see how we- did it you want to you want to feel like you're a part of that journey you want to mm -hmm. see how he did it when he had bad days what kind of things did he have to do to achieve that and I think by letting your audience i.e mine being my social media stories in on that day-to-day -day activity is mm -hmm. really really important to show people that it's a real business and that anybody any normal person can actually do this um but again mm -hmm. I think it's really important to sort of just almost use your stories as like a diary rather than, hey, join my team, I'm recruiting, join me now, you can do this, you can earn that. It's more like a, this is what I do in this day-to-day -day of my business. I might go to the post office, I might get an order, I might speak to a new team member. Amongst that, I'm being a mum, I'm being Holly, the normal mum from Kent that has to cook dinner and have bad days. And I think that's a lot more powerful than sort of, I'll call it spammy rather than being spammy on your social media. And that's, that's where I attract people. And I guess people want to engage more in conversation when it's about normal things, mm -hmm. as opposed to me saying, join my team, I'm recruiting, mm -hmm. start up today, that kind of thing.
Yeah, I'm looking for three motivated individuals to join my team. Like, it's like, yeah, okay, two, <laughs> spot, two spots left. My, my, inbox is on, my inbox is on fire, guys. I, I'll get back to you soon. It's like, oh, is your inbox really on fire? Like, you should no. probably call someone for that. Like, I, I don't know. It's like, I don't even know if it's possible. No, I, I get it. And again, it's a classic case of sharing what it does instead of what it is. Instead of 27 different ways to end, instead it's like people, hey, Holly, how are you like doing this? It's a Wednesday morning. Like it's a Wednesday afternoon. Like how are you, how are you able to do this? How are you working from home? How are you raising a family and working at home at the same time? Like, like how, 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 how? So I absolutely love that. And that's such a great analogy of like, you're so right. You want to see the before. And I think Back in the day, before and after stories, before and after images were so big. But for me, I always find, I actually think the benefit of of who you were to who you are now is is not just like it's not just the look, but it's the energy that you have, it's the excitement that you have, it's the it's the the the, the eliminated depression of like, and you just you just naturally like I'm buzzing because you you got something that you're excited about. So. Is there anything in terms of like the the Instagram features, like questions or polls or anything that like that that you implement to kind of make it very easy for people to just want to reach out to you and uh, and want to join your team? Do you know what? If I'm being completely honest with you, I don't use those kind of features that often. I yeah. honestly, I get more interaction, more engagement off of just just documenting my my day and I, I feel that videos are a lot more powerful than just pictures if I was to post up just a picture of one of my children doing something I would not get anywhere near as much interactions if I was to video them doing that thing um yeah. and I do I do pop up like ask me anything about the business every now and then mm-hmm. and I might get the odd kind of response off of it and someone asking for a little bit more information but again I find them a little bit a little bit spammy and they don't always work whereas if it's a a generic this is what I'm doing in my day-to-day life you could do this too people are more likely to reach out and I guess in the back of their mind again think I could do that too because I'm not that different too so yeah it's a bit so again it's, you're, you're a great case of like keep it simple keep it real and and I guess why that that's why the team's duplicating as well right because they're just yeah. like well, I'm just going to post kind of what Holly's posting and she's just posting her day-to-day life. So I'm just going to post my day-to-day life too. Yeah. It's, just, it's very simple, very easy. So yeah. when it comes to you like teaching and training your team, are you just teaching and training your team mainly on, hey guys, just document using stories, um, post the selfies, post the photos. Is that kind of what you're doing? Yeah. So when uh, when we when I specifically get any new team members, they'll all get the same information. Um, sort of this is the ins and outs of the the basics of the business, let's say. But mm-hmm. I'd like to say I'm quite a relaxed, uh, let's say, a team leader. Um, and almost kind of as bad as it sounds, just let people just get on with it naturally if you see anyone that's in a business that's successful, you'd ask yourself, well, what are they doing to be successful? And like you say, you almost kind of become that person you may not have necessarily done stories before but if you're watching someone that's quite successful and you want to maybe have the same income as them you would start doing that so within our sort of um, team page which is on Facebook there is a lot of training specifically around how to use social media and how to do this how to do that I think it's up to that person obviously to find out what it is that they want to do and I guess to look up to people and replicate what they're doing I guess Mm -hmm. yeah the people who are going to do something and work like you're going to work with them 
I, I don't guess that you're on the, the you know that you're knocking on their inbox going hey have you done anything yet why haven't you made a sale yet like how can no. you have to sign anyone up yet you're focusing on people who are showing themselves that's, to you. Yeah, that's that's not me at all. I'm I'm absolutely not that team that team leader. And actually, if I'm honest, I don't I wouldn't have the time to do that. Even if I was that kind of person, I'd end up spending all of my day messaging people. Why haven't you posted yet? Why haven't you placed an order yet? Why haven't you recruited this month? I think it's that's the it's the beauty of network marketing, isn't it? Some people want to come in just to make a little bit of money. Some people want to earn big bucks, but they kind of have to have that within themselves. But I also think that by going back slightly, sort of documenting your business journey on social media attracts more, what's the word I'm looking for? Sort of eager team members in terms of they almost know what they're setting themselves up for because they've had that background of what your business is about. They've not replied off of the back of a story that says, I'm recruiting, join my team. And they don't actually know what they're joining. They, If they've been watching me, they know what the business is about. They know the kind of things that they'd be doing on a day-to-day basis. So they're more likely to hang around and they're more likely to get off on a good start because they know what there is expected of them almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, absolutely, I absolutely love that. It's so true. And the fun thing is, is your, your business is very young, but it's grown yeah. very fast. And so you have a lot of COVID babies in the organization, right? So a lot of people who've joined during COVID. So I'm really excited for you because I know when the, when the restrictions end or lower or whatever, and everyone's got to get jabbed with a vaccine and all that, when you, when you guys are able to meet up, a lot of you, almost all of you will be meeting up for the first time ever. Um, And it's, and it, and it's exciting. And when that happens again, the documentation and the stories or the, the Instagram lives together and because the bonds are stronger, you're more likely to maybe do the joint. Inst- do you do any joint Instagram lives? I don't know. Yeah, I've not. never, ever done a joint Instagram live. Really? <laughs> really? Never, never done one? I've, I've never done one. Maybe I should. Maybe I'll yeah, I dare, I dare you. Th- I dare you okay. this week. I dare you this week to do one. Uh, <laughs> okay. I just, just, just go, you know what? Screw it. We'll just talk about whatever you always talk about anyway because it's flipping working. <laughs> Um, yeah, my life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, just, I, just, I just, again, I want to take the time to thank you. That's not for your, not just for your time, but just for being real, man. Like just for being real. It, for those of you watching, listen, and I think you can probably see how, how like humble Holly is. Uh, just normal. That's a normal. You, you. I did mention you were a unicorn before, so you're a normal unicorn. Uh, and just, uh, and the whole like buying of the handbags and all that. That is completely amazing. My, my advice to you would be, if you want it, get it. If you can afford to get it, that's amazing. But don't yeah. let the handbag change who you are. Don't be the person oh, no. who down the street of like, you know, you put it on your shoulder <laughs> and you're like, yeah, no, screw you. you don't, don't come close to me. <laughs> Have you not seen the Louis I've got? Like, and I think, Absolutely. yeah, and just, you don't need it. You don't need it. To, you don't need to use it to promote the business. You know, a lot of people will be inspired by this, you know, especially those of you who followed you on the journey of like, knowing where you've come from, where you're going and, the, yeah. the 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 story the story will will produce the glory basically so yeah, uh, yeah. I appreciate yeah. I appreciate you do you have any like closing thoughts you'd want to you want to share with the guys before we kind of wrap things up um I think it's all just about sort of believing in yourself really which again I know is very cliche and I know a lot of people will say that but I think being in any business whether it's a network marketing business or 
you've gone and set up, I don't know, a web designing business. Just mm-hmm. believe that you can do it. No business is easy. It is, especially at the moment, it might be very challenging um, with restrictions and not being able to necessarily go and do what you want to do. But yeah, and, and also I'm a firm believer of this. If you are in a business or you are sort of doing something that doesn't feel right or isn't fitting right, it's okay to sort of hold your hands up and say, I'm not quitting. I'm taking a bit of a sidestep. I'm going to try something else. That's okay as well. So until you're comfortable in what you're doing and you're, you're fully committed and fully believing yourself, yeah, you just keep on going. Uh, I love it. You are amazing. Yeah. Last thing, which part of Kent are you based in? Um, so I live in just sort of between Maidstone and Ashford. Love it. So my dad's side of the family are all based in Maidstone. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably no. think on a, a day-to-day basis and don't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. They're the really weird looking one. Oh, um, you've seen those. <laughs> yeah, you've seen, yeah, you've seen those. Those Chelsea fans. No, uh, anyway, uh, I appreciate you. Thank you so, so much. I know how thank busy you are living your life, being with your family and all that. So I just want to thank you in there. I look forward to giving you a high five in person and celebrating. Oh, likewise. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, you're welcome. All right, guys. See Thanks. you soon. Bye-bye.